Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company. Top end, back to left, Hager, wrist shot, tipped home, Amadio! It is 250th National Hockey League game. Michael Amadio gives the Knights a 5-2 lead on his second goal of the season. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Here we go. Holidays are here. I love it. Little drummer boy. I was watching uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby do that song about 500 times last night. I'm into it. I'm into it. Cofield and Company Thursday show as we are uh, every week through the end of 2022 right here at Silver 7. 77 cent beers tonight. Big game for some. Yeah, they're both in the playoff hunt. Very much alive in the playoff hunt. The Jets and the Jags. The Jags and the Jets. I must combine them. Uh, Jets and the Jags tonight. A little after 5 o'clock. Again, 77 cent beers once the game kicks off. John Von Tobel is here as the company. James is helping out with the setup back in the Finley Toyota Studios. Is Ari. What's up, John? Feeling great. Pounded a five-hour energy. I'm on the tail end of a sinus infection. We have a UNLV game tonight. Festivus yeah. is tomorrow. It is a great time of year. Festivus is tomorrow. If you want to call in now, not to our normal line, but we've got a recorded line, so if you're not going to have time tomorrow between 3 and 6 to call in and go on live, or maybe you get nervous, you can try our Festivus message line. And uh, if you don't know what Festivus is, folks, it's the airing of the grievances. We've done this for years. Uh, I'm sure some other radio shows have picked up on this, but basically the premise is you call in, you air your grievances about the show, the host, the station, all of our stations, and we really can't answer and fire back. We just have to take it. We've had many members of the company say they could take it. They were not able to take it. We just have to shut them down. You, you come in, you blast us, and they start getting all shaky and want to respond. Like, nope, can't respond. Can I say the greatest sign of disrespect during Festivus is when somebody, nobody calls about you. I am heartbroken. Oh, yeah. When nobody calls to, like, absolutely destroy me. Yeah, it's it means, one of the saddest things. you did not make a mark. Right. So I, I really hope I get something. You have not been annoying. <laughs> I've been perfect. <laughs> I have a lot of annoying habits, so I usually get it pretty good. Um, it's even calmed down on Adam Hill. I think there's too much Adam Hill love out there, but maybe we'll find out more tomorrow in Festivus. So VGK wins last night. Good job. Enough of this uh, home ice bull crap. They've been struggling pretty badly. Pretty badly. Um, I'm sure they are thrilled, the Knights, to be in town through Christmas. Because who wants to go on the road right now to pretty much anywhere east of here? It is a living hell around the United States. The number has, what, 114 million people under winter weather alerts and blizzard warnings. We're talking about eight states. With a, a big storm coming, the jet stream dipping way down into Texas and Florida. And I'm smiling ear to ear because I live in Las Vegas and it's been a little bit chilly here. But chilly here is not chilly like even in Dallas where it's going to be like 12 degrees. I think tomorrow or Saturday. Um, you go further north. I mean, Wyoming, I was watching a video. People swear by Wyoming. I go there every year to cover... 
at least you know one UNLV basketball game. Sometimes go on the road to cover football, and man, even when it's supposed to be nicer, I find it bone chilling. It's freaking boring as hell. So you take your freedom and enjoy what's going on right now. There, I watched a video last night, of course, on TikTok. Oldest man who loves TikTok, and it was a semi on the side of the road. And the wind was blowing, and the semi's wheels on the right side were coming off the ground. It's a semi! <laughs> uh, Minneapolis this week, looking at the weather, it's like one degree, six, three, nine over the course of four days. There's, there's a TikTok video of this guy with, like, these huskies, right? And I'm watching him, and he, like, he's got, like, this giant, like, I don't even know what those old school, like, fire brick ovens. You pour, like, coal in there, right? And you can put stuff in there. It's like there's, there's snow all over the place. He's all bundled up. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's got to be, like, you know, out in, like, the Antarctic or something like that. Montana. I'm like, oh, my God. It's, it's snow, a nightmare. Snow is cool when it's 28, and you get, like, six inches, and then it's gone two days later. Uh, when it is negative 10 and it feels like negative 30, snow ain't fun. I always say, like, years and years and generations ago, what made those people's ancestors be like, this is it? This is the spot. Uh, available land. <laughs> the I mean, the if you freezing cold it was winter. Like, hey, hey, that's where we could get land. Keep going. Freezing cold winter. The grandma Ellis just passed away because she just froze to death. Like, it's cool. Let's settle here and build a log cabin. We just light enough fires, we'll be fine. I guess the people who settled south never came north to tell them. Right. Like, you got to see it down here. <laughs> what are you doing? It was, it's insane. Is there I, good farmland? Uh, maybe not, but you, know, you can find something else to do. Right. The ground Gotta is, have something else in your skill set. The ground is hard as a rock. We will not be able to grow my ease or anything. <laughs> That's the other part of done. it. It's so crazy. So the holidays are here. Uh, we get an interesting treat tonight with the uh, Jets and Jaguars. Jets have been, well, Jags have been pathetic for a while here, too. Oh. New regimes in. New quarterbacks in. I'm not going to sit here and cry that the Jets have Zach Wilson and uh, Trevor Lawrence is with the Jaguars. Uh, Zach Wilson is clearly... Either a generous guy or just scuffling to get his teammates back on the side. Did you see what he gifted his offensive lineman? I did. Uh, scooters? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, it looked like about 12, 12 scooters for, I guess, the ones and the twos on the O-line. And now, keep in mind, we have to point this out. Motorized scooters, because I feel like you can't buy giant offensive linemen like Razor scooters. No. Because that would also be, like, super cheap, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine? He was just, here, guys, you know, you're good. You could buy one of these cheap ones. Or one of the knockoff brands. Like, one year, I really wanted the scooter for Christmas, so my dad bought me an Urban scooter, whatever the heck that brand was. You know what I mean? Like, I, it was a Razor scooter. That would be great if, actually, Zach Wilson bought that. He's scuffling. The last time we saw him in a major moment, he was talking about how no, I don't feel like I let my 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 defense down. Right, he made a mistake. He well, he did. Well, I'm just saying, like yeah. he's trying. He is, and I think it's more of it might not even so much for them. Right, it might be the outward appearance of oh, hey, look, he's you know nice to his teammates, and we should view him in a more positive light. Oh, look he's at not, you. Just, not not being all cynical. Like he's trying to buy him. He's trying to buy. He's trying to buy PR. Well, I think he's trying to be a buy, buy PR with us, like the collective. Right, right. not with is that a bad his thing? teammates. Not really. I don't think so. Right. All we know about him is that he sucks at playing quarterback and he doinks Cougars. Like that's all we really know. I'm I still have the door open as a Jets fan for Zach Wilson, but it's more from a I don't even know what the right word is, a kind of a utilitarian standpoint. It's not the right word, but I like what Robert Salas said at the beginning of the week, where he I mean he kind of made an old reference. He talked about instant coffee. We live in this instant coffee world. No one really does instant coffee, I guess. Oh, we, uh, very popular in the Von Tobel house. Is that right? Yeah. Are you still stern in uh, Sanka? Uh, no, it's the. Um, it's actually my. It's like a Spanish brand. It's like the Cafe de Oya. It's, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Nestle. It's really okay. actually solid. 
Right. The Folgers brand, not so much. I mean, I, I would have gone with maybe more of like we live in a Keurig world to give them a pop. Right, yeah. Like, like the coffee has to be done in 45 seconds or else. Or just um, say instant gratification. But, but he made the point, or instant gratification. He, he made the point that everyone expects this guy to be good right out of the gates. And I mean, he's a number two pick. You should be pretty good. And he's shown bad signs and he showed a lack of maturity. But for me, like, I've ranted on this a couple times, and we're not going to do New York Talk Radio here for uh, much longer. But they invested a two pick in the guy. You have to give him time. And fans were like, Mike White! F Mike White. I don't yeah. care about Mike White. Who cares? You spend a number two pick. You don't just look at that and go, socks, move on. Like, you have to get something out of him and make sure you've squeezed every freaking ounce of juice out of Zach Wilson so you can make a final determination and then come up with a game plan. Because what you don't want to do is have, oh, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't think this was truly the case. I think it was really more injury-related. What you don't want to do is have the Chargers go, you know what? It's not working with Drew Brees. Let's move on. Right. And he was drafted number two for a reason. I thought he made some really nice passes last week. I thought he made some bad passes. Um, I also thought Robert Sala really mismanaged the clock down the stretch, putting the entire offense in a pressure cooker when he's sitting there with three timeouts. Like, slow it down, bro. Come on. And then Zach Wilson made, you know, typical crap quarterback, young quarterback mistake by taking a sack in a two-minute drill. You can't freaking do that. You have to throw the ball away. I do think where Salah is wrong is we do have a lot of evidence in a large, large-ish sample size that says he's not good. Now, I'm still with you, right? You I, invested I, a lot. I will say I don't include last year as a sample. Why? Because the offense was terrible around him. Now, this year has been a good test. It's been, a, it's, it's been a good litmus test because he's got a lot more talent around him. Right, and he still hasn't really been that good. He hasn't no, he hasn't. That, right. And so I, I think he's like right and wrong at the same time. I think you're right in that, yeah, you spent a high acid in him. You're, there's no way you're going to give up after just you know, a season and a half, and what is it now, 20 starts or whatever it is for him? Sure, keep developing him. But at the same time, it's not like this, this society today. No, we have a larger sample size to tell us he's not very good. I do think society when it comes to New York is a little ridiculous. The, the speed with which they judge and but he, the yeah. angle that gets taken on guys stink pretty quickly because it, it gets clicks. That's what the fans want. That's the way they react, and I think writers react and radio people react the same way and get way too gassed up over a small sample size. Yeah, but it's not just New York. I think it's just the NFL today. How did Josh Rosen do after one right? Like one season? He got one season. The Cardinals drafted him in the first round, barely got any time. Out. See you later. We got Kyler Murray here. We're bringing in Cliff Kingsbury. By the way, that year too, right? That was one year for a head coach. Get him out of here. We got something that we want to move on to because we think it's better. I think it's just the thing with the NFL. Like, to, in today's National Football League, we see it all the time. Guys are coming in ready to play. And so if you can't get him, and especially if you're a team like the Jets, who have accelerated their timeline because of how well they've done, right, with their which, defense. Which I also think was a mistake this year. Right, like loading up the way that they but, but Not loading it, up. No, not loading up. Uh, because they got out, or they had a good run in the middle of the season, all of a sudden thinking they're a playoff team. When if they don't make the playoffs, it's not the worst thing ever. You're going to make the playoffs and do what? Like, they they got a bonus by being a little ahead of schedule, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, just give up on this guy. You know, this this team, I saw someone the other day. This team's very talented. Should be a 10 or 11 win team. What are you watching? It's not just the quarterback. Why the offense sputters at times. And they've had injuries. Brees Hall was going to be right. freaking, you know, rookie of the year, and he went down. I, th- I, I would argue that this is, there's a higher ceiling for this team with better quarterback play. 
Yeah, no, there's no doubt on that, right? Like, they're what are they now? They're coming into today. Are they seven and seven? But right now, they don't have that option on the team. Nick White is not that much better than Zach Wilson. He's just no, well, he's not. He's he's a slight upgrade, and Joe Flacco stinks. That you're right. I have heard like major podcasts and like other, and we do this because we're media. We have to get like you know some storyline out there for those who are like got to build around Mike White. Shut up. That's so dumb. He, he's been in the league since 2018. You had no idea he was in the league until this year. Put, my, uh, put Mike White on the open market. He's a backup. Right. I mean, he's not getting a starting job somewhere. He, or if he is, he's stopgap guy until the young quarterback right. develops. It's right? on a Garbajo team. Uh, Colts. Uh, right? Like, if you're, I would if you're be the Colts. I would be embarrassed for the Colts if they use Mike White, unless they're trying to tank a second year. No, that's I would be embarrassed for the Colts if he was your bridge guy. No, if they, uh, the thing was, draft Will Levis, sign Mike White, and then just see what, the, we'll see what happens. Oh, boy. Right? Like, that's been a thought process been thrown out there. But to your point, that is how Mike White is viewed. He is not a young up and what is he, 27? Like, it's not like he's some up-and-coming dude. Believe it or not, more on this game, Thursday Night Football coming up on the Jag side, and then a really big day in history for the NFL. As I, I cannot believe how long they went with one carrier with the Sunday ticket. What's on the horizon as the NFL will move in 2023? Are we headed towards a glory era with Sunday ticket, or is it going to get worse? Festivus is this Friday. Air your grievances live on the show or leave us a message at 702-509-1325. It's Festivus this Friday on Cofield and Company. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuff and macaroni and cheese. And Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. Cofield and Cofield and Company. Oh yeah, we drink eggnog. I went out last night uh, doing a search for eggnog. Lots of different kinds, but uh, man, I, I don't know what happened with that uh, that peanut butter whiskey eggnog mix. Apparently, it was a hit because I couldn't. I bought a bottle like two weeks ago, polished that off, and I was like, ah, I'm going to get another one. Maybe I'll get multiple bottles. For gifts and stuff, went out, hit like four different places, no dice. Couldn't find it anywhere. So I, I'm really interested to try it because I will be honest. I actually did not, like when it was like a big thing, like the craze when it first hit the market, yeah. I was not a fan of the peanut butter whiskey by itself. It was okay. like way too sweet, you know. I got that. But because I was hoping for like a subtle peanut butter taste, right? Not so much like a you know super sweet sugary whiskey. But pairing it with eggnog could actually be a pretty good combination. So I'd be willing to try it. I think it'll work for you if I can ever find it again. Or maybe I'll just you know, buy eggnog and peanut butter whiskey and then combine them. So big news comes out today with the NFL, news I've been waiting for for a long time, and I think a lot of other people who were dissatisfied with DirecTV having exclusivity on the Sunday ticket. I want to watch NFL games. I don't want to have to go out all the time. But I also don't want to be using DirecTV and have a two-year or one-year contract. I don't even know if they got rid of it or not. It doesn't matter. It's too late because I went through it for like five or six years. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, one of our P1 listeners, Brady, and I've had other people say this to me, too. They're like, oh, not about the contract, but wait, you didn't get Sunday ticket for free? Because people are like, oh, I used to just call up, threaten them that I was going to leave and they'd give it to me for free. I'm like, never happened. Now, maybe it's my demeanor when I get on the phone. I tried two or three times. Nothing. They would never do it. And no one I ever talked to seemed to care if 
I was with the service or not. So eventually, and you, you guys heard me talk about it on the air. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked about cutting the cord and having, you know, the, the struggles for like a couple of years in doing it. I did it. I'm mostly happy. The only thing I'm not happy about is there is a little bit of lag time, a couple extra clicks to, you know, to go through whatever you use, you know, the fire stick or whatever else, right? Um, so that's one downside of it. But in terms of not being under contract and not having my bill raised all the time and bullcrap equipment charges, but it was frustrating not having access to this. And the NFL got guaranteed money, and I guess they never thought they could better the deal. Well, now there's competition out there, and Amazon, Google, and Apple all competed. Mm-hmm. And Google has stepped up and did the deal for somewhere around $2 billion a year. I think it was uh, $1.5 billion. $500 million is a lot of money. $1.5 billion with DirecTV. They, they boosted it to like 2 or $2.25 billion. And now starting next year, I guess the tie-in is going to be YouTube TV. And from what we hear, you won't have to get YouTube. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the case, YouTube TV. Supposedly, they're going to sell it a la carte, which is one of the big issues with DirecTV. Now, I have no idea what the charge is going to be a la carte. I don't think it's going to be cheap. Right. And I, I'm guessing they will incentivize it so that you get YouTube TV and it'll be a minimal charge for the NFL. I know you're worried about it because you already have it. Yeah. Now, is that going to be just for me, a new subscriber to YouTube TV? Or do you guys get you know in on the deal? And I asked a question earlier today up on Twitter. If it is a la carte, like what's your breaking price point? I said, is it 300 for the season, 400 for the season, 500? No limits. And, of course, I got the smart-ass answers from a lot of people who are like, zero. I'm like, okay, are you going to watch NFL games? And then the response is, well, I just steal it. Well, one, I wouldn't put my name to that, especially people who fancy themselves media. And I tweeted back at one person, like, here's Sid Rosenberg, who bragged about that on the IMA show, and DirecTV saw it, and they're like, we're coming after you. Um, but, like, people who seriously watch the NFL, what do you think the breaking point is for a price? I would say probably like 300 dollars I mean, because look, for me... Uh, I think it's going to be higher. If you don't have YouTube TV, I right. think it's going to be higher than 300 for a la carte. Well, I'm just going by, so for... And this was last season. This season, the pricing has changed a little bit because they split it up a little, like in the way they, they, they stream it. But NBA League Pass last year, if you wanted like the premium package, you know, everything, it was $200. So, like... It's, it's way down this year, right? Right. It's way down this year. And you there's also funny, different I, packages, so... I signed up for it. Yeah. And I think I got it for like $100. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched it because I tried it a couple of times on a couple of apps, and I was like, I, it's not working. Their right. interface sucks. I, like, it was not going to it, so I, I just remembered I had it, and I got it for free through something else, and I never even checked into that. Oh, I got, I got a quick aside out in Jersey when I was out there. They had a special. Bet $5 or more on NBA, any That's NBA game. Yeah, you get three months of League Pass free. I got it through, I think, FanDuel in Indiana, yeah. and I still haven't checked into it. Right, neither have I. I don't know if it's expired yet. But I'm, anyway. I, am, I am the worst. In terms of if something doesn't happen right away, then I just file it away, and I'm like, yeah, I'll look into it. Because I'll tell you, I'll give you a quick story. Have you tried any other Internet option? like for, Or like outside of what I use for my Internet services? Right. Most people in, in Las Vegas no. use Cox. Have you tried anything else? No. So I go into a T-Mobile store the other day. They've got a special because they've got their own Wi-Fi. They claim you can use it really? for an entire house. You probably need two units. Um, right now they're running a special. I'll do a commercial form here of $25 a month. Okay. Right? And it's, it's supposed good. to cover majority of a good size home. If you want a second unit, I was told, hey, 50 bucks, it'll be 75 a month. Now, I pay a lot more than that for Cox. So I was like, all right, let me get this unit, right, which serves as your, um, 
uh, what's it called? Why am I blanking on the uh, router? The router. Yeah, yeah, your router as well. And you can actually plug in. You can hardline to something, but it's again, it's Wi-Fi. And it didn't work well the first two days. And I was like, all right, I'm returning it. I'm like, yeah, I tried to fix it. Unplugged it, you know, yeah. a couple times. Not working well. Yep. And last night the SO was like, hey, are we gonna try this thing or what are we doing? So we tapped into it last night and we put a TV on it, phones on it, and it was working. I think it was working today, but just to go back to the beginning, like my patience is so thin. I because I'm so ADHD, like I don't I don't want to fix things. And right. if you if it doesn't freaking work, I'm out. Yeah. So and so NBA, get your crap together. NBA, there you have my money, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but like going back to this whole league passing. So there's for me there's a few things that come out of this. So first off, you mentioned it. I already have YouTube TV. Um, the reason why I got YouTube TV is I cut a hundred dollars out of my cable internet price right per month just dropping Cox Cable and going to YouTube TV. Having said that, now that they have this, yeah. I'm sure it'll be up like, you know, to like eighty five ninety nine, yeah. right, in the next couple of months per month. So that'll suck. Um, but the other part, can I just say, so, you know, I'm a little, I skew a little bit younger than you, obviously. The way that I use, well, because I think this does matter, right? It does because, matter, yes. I so, just told you a story about I'm a cranky old man who struggles with technology when I shouldn't. Right, so like you mentioned, like the whole Amazon Fire Stick thing. So I have a Fire Stick for one of my TVs. I despise it. I hate the interface. I hate that it takes so long, whatever. My main TV, I run my YouTube TV through my PlayStation 5. It is the smoothest thing I have ever used. It's awesome, right? It's, it's great. It, the interface is really easy to work. It never glitches. So it, do, I, do I need to buy, a, what was it? A PlayStation 5. A PlayStation 5. Never use it, but just use it as my, <laughs> right. my freaking receiver. Essentially your cable box, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'll say, like, and that's why at least being somebody who also games a little bit but uses that, like, it is a great tool to have because they maximize it for those things. It, it is great. I love YouTube TV. I love the way it works. I love the simplicity of being able to record things and my library. My kid wanted to watch The Grinch, right? It used to be on HBO Max. It's not anymore. All I had to do was find it and say, record this next time it comes on, and now we have it to whenever we want to watch it. Which Grinch? The, uh, the new one, with, well, the newish one with Benedict Cumberbatch, although he does love the Jim Carrey one now. But does not like the original cartoon? I don't think we've shown him it yet. Oh, you got to show him that. Yeah, so we have to. But regardless, I, I think this would be really cool. I'm very open to seeing what it would be like in addition to my cable package if I can get the NFL um, package. I've never had it before. I've actually been somebody, Steve, who has tried many times in his life to get DirecTV because he wanted the NFL package, but his balcony never faced the right way yep. as somebody who lived in an apartment, so I've never gotten it before. Now, I'd be totally open to adding this to my package if it's not anything like extraordinary you know, and out of this world. We're going to hit on this a little bit more later in the show. Uh, also, Xavier Pope's coming up in about 15 minutes, but on the way back, massive sports weekend that includes the uh, nba getting some competition now but right now the nba is pretty hot there's a lot of good stories out there a lot of good trash talk going down and john is absolutely awesome on the nba so that's up next this friday air your grievances on coalfield and companies festivus compile your list of complaints and call the show live or record a message at 702-509-1325 Rumor has it that Bill O'Brien is likely to come back with the Patriots after this season. If that is to happen, then great. But if this thing goes off the rails, and I'm not making this up, I've seen this out of you know New England, Boston, whatever you want to call it, I wouldn't put it past Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to go their separate ways after this season if things continue down the path that they're going down right now. Now, back to the William Hill Sportsbook Inside Silver Sevens with Cofield and Company. It's a holiday, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Just hanging stockings on the fireplace. Mal Simmons talking about the story that could be developing if this thing really collapses down the stretch here after Belichick's blunder here in Vegas. A split with uh, Bobby Kraft and Johnny Kraft and Belichick. We know there's been some heat in the past, and maybe it is time for Belichick to move on and be an arrogant ass with a fresh set of owners. We'll hit that in the 4 o'clock hour. We go until 5 here at Silver 7s. John Montobo is here. It's Cofield. A uh, big NBA weekend, although it's getting intense competition from the National Football League. And the lead into the weekend, John, is pretty cool. There's a bunch of stories out there. Um, one, I know you're being sarcastic on this one. The Ravens are being very careful. We're tying this to the NBA. The Ravens are being very careful with Lamar Jackson. He's not going to play this weekend. Yeah, and so when I sent this in, I, I threw it on the uh, what is this, the NBA? But I didn't mean it from the perspective of being cautious with him. Oh, okay. I read a report that he was playing on Monday. I, I, and it's not like the worst so thing in the world. you're looking at it more from a gambling standpoint? Right. I, I teased the Ravens down from seven. I'm like, cool, he's going to play. I'm in. This number during the week got to eight and a half. There were a lot of indications that he was going to play. Hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, he's not playing. So that's why I was like, what is this, the NBA? We're just pulling guys, yeah. right, with no information out of nowhere. It's like another Wednesday night in Sacramento. Like, so I just thought that was weird. I also wonder, we brought this up with Miles Simmons before, and I know I was on the show and you didn't really like the angle, which is, I, I, I don't want to speculate anything, but if you're Lamar Jackson, who, you know, unfortunately has been negotiating without an agent and whatnot, and feel like maybe the team is not, you know, are you behind you 100%? Are you like, ooh, sorry, guys, it actually hurts a little bit more this week? I wouldn't be mad at him. Right. Gotta watch out for yourself, man. I mean, of all, it's it's funny we have all these conversations about Joe Burrow and Tua and Herbert and long term contracts and you know numbers in the thirties and forty millions of dollars and Lamar's like, hey, there's no long term deal. Sorry, bro. Like, what? I'm better than all of them. Maybe not Herbert, but I'm as good or better. He's former MVP. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey. uh... Weird NBA angle. Wally Zerbiak is in the news for getting after Tyrese Halliburton. I think it's a double who. Um, we know who they are. Most of our audience knows who both of those guys are. Halliburton's having a really good year. And Zerbiak went after him. Zerbiak works for the Knicks. I was calling him a fake all-star. And then Halliburton responded. And then I saw Matt Barnes like pointing out, hey, why do former players have to do this? Well, I mean, I don't think you have to go over the top. Calling someone a fake all-star I don't think is the most insulting thing. It's part of a debate that he's not an all-star. Um, and for... I, I just I find Matt Barnes fascinating for constantly talking about people should exhibit self-control right. and better behavior. And you're like, are you the same Matt Barnes? Seriously? Right. You're, the, you're doing the finger wagon? What do you think of this? Well, first off, so the weird thing that it was with Wally Zerbiak, it wasn't so much that he was calling out Tyrese Halliburton. It was like the vitriol in which he used to call out Tyrese Halliburton. Like, Halliburton had, like, spit on him at one point, yeah. and he really hated him for it. Um, but I would agree with you. It is somewhat hypocritical. But I guess once you're removed from that, and once you age and mature, Steve, you can really look past these things, your Matt Barnes, and see things clearer, and really start to talk down from your pulpit and be like, we can't be like this, guys. Come on. Get 77-cent bottles of Bud, Bud Light, and Michelob Ultra on NFL and Golden Knights game days at the Silver 7s Hotel and Casino. Lawyer, host of Suit Up News, legal and cultural contributor, Xavier Pope, is live on Cofield and & Company. And this Christmas will be very 
Me and our buddy Xavier Pope here on a Thursday. Xavier, how you doing? Hey, what's up, buddy? Happy holidays, man. You happy, yep. happy, happy Kwanzaa, happy Boxer's Day, happy early birthday to me, yours truly. I love it. I love it. I, I didn't know that Xavier was trying to kill Christmas. Just say Merry Christmas, Xavier. <laughs> I get the whole. I, I get the whole thing. I get. I get. I get. I get good tidings and good cheer. Oh, happy Yule for those others um, that are out there as well. Um, I got it. I got it all. Happy Winter Solstice. Um, um, I think I covered every single basis I possibly could there. Are you okay with the weather in Siberia? I mean, I live here. I got to deal with it. It's literally driving rain. It took me an hour to warm up. Um, it's literally negative seven wind chill right now. Uh, you physically cannot see. Uh, it is cars are kind of like creeping along. I almost bust my ass on the on the street about thirty times, walking home, going only a couple of blocks. It is dangerous, folks. It, uh, it's uh, it kind of it's going to drop even more. It's getting worse. Uh, we might get three to five inches of snow, maybe more. Uh, maybe wind chills as low as thirty degrees below zero. Uh, yeah, it is no joke here, man. Am I mean for poking fun? At regions that aren't used to cold, uh, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Georgia. In saying that, for the holidays, I might be a little sweaty because it'll be 76 in L.A. where I'm going. Uh, I, I, I don't think any place that is going to be warmer than here, I, I don't have any clap back for them. Uh, I think that they are happy and snug as, as a bug in a rug. Um, and I am pretty much a crackhead looking for a next hit, shaking in the cold right now. I'm under my cover. <laughs> right. So I, I, I ain't got nothing on any place that's warmer than here. Right now. <laughs> is that uh, this week's suit-up news? Is you looking for another hit? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, speaking of suit-up news, hey, we got a, a couple of announcements. We got a, got a couple of uh, new homes. Um, you know, once the whole new Twitter change, we want to make sure we have all our, our ducks in a row to make sure – uh, suit up the scene in, 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 as much as possible by many odds possible. So stay tuned for that, my people. Have you uh, were you witness to some of the childishness this week from uh, Twitter and uh, and Elon with I, I don't know if they put it out or what was it on like Twitter some kind of Twitter alert or something about you're no longer going to be able to share from Facebook and other places. Like what are we doing? Will you stop, please? Yeah. It's just a lot of people just talking about exiting Twitter because it's owner, and then you try to be anti-competitive yeah. um, with your language, uh, which which could potentially run afoul of the law. Uh, number one, and then uh, secondly, I mean that's how Twitter works: is people share links to, and they're promoting themselves all the time. Their books, their social media platform. Follow me on Instagram. It's it's just. And that's what social media is about, is sharing and promoting yourself. Um, it's absurd. I, I think it was incredibly childish. Um, but, you know, uh, we see what's happening with uh, the piece of stock that's been going on right now. I tweeted that um, it's the clearest example of you should have sat down and just ate your food. Um, it's not working out right now. So one thing that's gone really viral, I don't know if you saw this video, but uh, Raiders fan lady getting in the face of Patriots fan at Allegiant after that crazy play, Belichick's blunder by the Patriots. And it's really taken off here. And, you know, we had Justin Watkins on, one of our attorney friends yesterday. I wanted you to hear what he said about, you know, what is the limit when someone is in your face? Like, when can you 
respond physically. Here's Justin. In my opinion, that line was crossed. I think she got too close and within his personal space that I think he would have been within his rights to clear his personal space. I'm not saying he could pull out a knife and slash her throat. I'm not saying he could punch her. I don't think that that's appropriate defense of his personal space right there because I don't think anything she did gave off the impression that she was intending physical violence. I thought she was real close, Xavier. So what do you think? And we know there's more to the story, too, because you're talking about male and female. We're talking about black male and white female. So what do yeah. you see when you saw it? Uh, the, the gentleman, Jerry Edmonds, uh, I watched it earlier today, actually, when I saw Bob Kraft trending um, because he'd offered to, uh, a ticket to for this fan. This is the fan's first game, NFL yep. game ever. Yep. And he gets there, and he is – He's trying. He wants to enjoy his experience. That's what he explained. Hey, I want to be able to take a positive spin on this experience. Classy act by this guy. He's, he's focused in on the game, and also the, the, the game didn't work out what like he expected. But from a legal standpoint, uh, simple assault. If you are thinking, if someone gets in someone's face and you touch them and they don't want you to touch them, then you've assaulted them. That's exactly what she did. And she bumped him. That's physical violence. It, it isn't like she just tapped him. She bumped him several times. Just because she didn't punch him um, doesn't mean she can't use, just because she uh, can't use her shoulder as a weapon in terms of what she's done. And if someone continues to act and show that they might continue with that violence, then he has the right to defend himself. All you have to do is just see the individual that grabbed her. That is the, probably the most reasonable level of self-defense he could have used to get her away from him. And so um, that's what I saw from the situation. But I, the way for the Patriots to respond quickly to give him a better NFL experience instead of dealing with a situation that was kind of fraught with some it looked, it looked kind of racist. I'm sorry. It, it, I mean, it, it, it looked like it was much more going on than the game at that point. You think, what do you think the Raiders should do? I think I've seen a lot of people that should uh, you know, have reached out and said, hey, they got to find this lady and make sure she can never make it to another game again. Uh, yeah, uh, many, many uh, stadiums um, with, with, with fans that are unruly – um, they banned them from the game. Should she be banned for life? I don't. I don't necessarily think that her actions rise to the level. I know as, as disgusting as it looked, rise to the level of hey, you get banned for life. Maybe a ban for a certain amount of games or a time period. Um, that's perfectly fine to, 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 to set an example of her. Um, but definitely, I do believe that she should be punished in some way. How do you actually execute a ban for a period of time or a life? Could you use like facial recognition? Yeah, you could do that. Um, I know that happened in a odd way with MSG, MSG entertainment. Um, and, and, and in terms of banning a lawyer who wasn't even wasn't even involved in the case in any way whatsoever. Uh, um, in terms of uh, going to New York, so I, doing that um, for the safety of fans because she she looked like she physically assaulted someone. Um, that is a way for you to protect those that are coming in and out of the stadium. Um, if you're using it for a nefarious purpose, that's a completely different subject. Um, and I think um, that's the way that it could be used. We kind of skipped past something there with the MSG story. Uh, one, wait, you're going to use facial recognition to block someone from coming to the arena because they may be an attorney who is involved in a suit against you. And then the other side of it is, it may have been a case of mistaken identity by James Dolan and MSG. What, yeah, what, what sort of recourse do you have in that case where you're being denied entry and you're not even the person? 
Uh, well, first, the, 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 the lawyer wasn't even involved in the lawsuit itself or even oh, in the law. So that's a mistaken identity partner. She, she, she doesn't even practice in that area. She doesn't even practice in the state of New York. So it's a New Jersey-based law firm. She doesn't have, has nothing to do with the case whatsoever. And she is not there for the purpose, isn't even involved with the case. Now, why she's suing um, MSG Entertainment is over. Um, it, it's not suing them. It's actually going after challenging their liquor license, which, uh, which under that liquor license, you have to be allowed this interest. And so that's Ooh. how they're attacking it, which, which is really unique because his, they can you know, keep you out of the arena for whatever reason they choose, right? Unless it's for a discriminatory purpose. Well, it's not based on a suspect class. Well, it doesn't appear to be that in any way, shape, or form. They openly admitted it was not due to some anything of suspect class. It was due to some, some form of litigation. So they have to come in a completely different way, not litigation in so much as attacking the liquor license, with, which would be a huge deal if they're, if they're hey, if that was repealed in some way or they were uh, had to limit certain sales or impacted the financial in some way. By the way, wait, a couple of months back when you were off, Steve, I brought this story up. I don't know, Xavier, if you remember this, because uh, Dolan a couple of months back revoked the season tickets of one of the lawyers that is involved in the lawsuit. He took the season tickets away. He's like, nope, you're representing this firm that's coming up against me. We're taking your season tickets. Is that legal? I mean, it's absolutely legal. Um, it, 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 I think that it, it really also depends on the type of uh, the, the, the deal that's there. But if you if they refund the money and and hey, you can't come here anymore. I mean, what which, what is your what are your damages in that case? Right, right, I mean, right. <laughs> it, it, very little to none. Xavier Pope is with us. Find him up on Twitter at Xavier Pope. Suit up news comes out every single week. He's a cultural contributor to Cofield and Company, attorney out of Chicago. Um, did you have a weird feeling yesterday about college football and all the uh, pomp and circumstance around National Signing Day? Yeah, I've, I've been making fun of National Signing Day for ever since I got into this uh, this business, and uh, it's just interesting that in, a, in this landscape of NIL deals uh, and alignment of conferences, um, that we are still getting hype over this and acting like it's part of some golden amateur sports chosen arena when the the concept runs afoul uh, when you're signing with the team, signing a contract, essentially with the school, so you're not going to go anywhere, be there. And it, it, it's, the, it's the veneer of, 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 of amateurism when it's just not anymore. Uh, I think it's silly. Um, making a big deal out of it uh, and, and showing it what it is, it's, it's just totally not that. We all know it. <laughs> Xavier, are you uh, on one of the other big stories of the day? We opened up talking about NFL Sunday Ticket going to uh, YouTube from DirecTV. Are you fired up? Are you the kind of person who sits at home and watches all the games? And I'm kind of looking for what the screw job is going to be here. I hate to be cynical, but I feel like it could be better, it should be better than DirecTV. But I'm wondering how they're going to get us. Uh, I, I just think that we're in a different landscape of streaming as a new live TV. And the only way it's going to get you really is if you don't have the you know the good router that's going to go with your Wi-Fi connection, because <laughs> this this is uh, this is how people are watching TV. Um, this being able to get it on your phone any game you want. I love watching a ton of games, so I'm the type of person that's that's, that's stoked about that. I'm I, I don't have cable or satellite tel- television. I use streaming apps to watch 
television. And so more live sports that you can stream to me, the better for me. I love it. So we have the Pro Bowl coming here again. It's not going to be a game. It's going to be more of a an event, a weekend, a celebration of football. And I saw that Tyreek Hill sent out that, uh, you know, if we're not playing and there's no physical part of it, why don't we just do this in the middle of the season like other leagues do? What do you think? Steve, it's a no-brainer. And I agree with that on Twitter. It, 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 the all-star game in any professional sport is basically considered the midpoint of your season. And it's part of the storylines that make up that season. The Pro Bowl doesn't really represent the storyline of that particular season. It's just an afterthought. By putting in the middle of your, your season, you're now giving the opportunity to tell two different stories about your season. I, I was thinking about this uh, prior to me coming on the segment. Um, when Michael Jordan retired and Scottie Pippen was the leader of that Bulls team, the, the, the narrative in the middle of that season was Scottie Pippen was the maybe second best player after Hakeem Olajuwon. He won MVP uh, of the All-Star game. And that was that ultimately did not come the the narrative of that season with with the Rockets winning their first championship um, and, and and what happened later in the season. But it's breaking up your season, and people are more interested in that All Star game because a lot of fans are more invested in the outcomes of the team for that season. It's a great idea. I, I, it, it's just, it's a no brainer for me, Steve. Very important holiday question with uh, Christmas right around the corner. Uh, first of all, are you a pro Christmas tree guy? You get real, you get fake, you get a mini. What do you do? I, I think fake or mini, real. I think it's whatever. If you want to get, you know, a little a, a tree with little branches with no leaves on, like Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Brown. Brown. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Feel free if you want to go aluminum. I don't care. I mean, whatever you, whatever tree is your vibe, you got. I like a tree. I have a tree right now that's really tall and slender because it reminds me of myself. Um, so I kind of. <laughs> It's, also, it, 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 it's a physical representation. If I, if I was more rotund, maybe I want a more rotund tree, but it kind of represents me. Even people come in and see it, like, yo, that's kind of like you. I'm like, yeah, see, that's my personality. I like it. I like that. I need a, a, a Zavtik tree or a short and squatty tree. Um, last <laughs> 30 seconds here, we're going to have the debate, I think, in a couple of minutes about gift opening. Are you a Christmas Eve, like all the gifts open, none of them open, one gift gets open? I think you should. I think you can open gifts around the person if you're not going to see them. Okay. Um, preferably Christmas Eve, but I'm one of these people. If someone gives me a present, I don't open it up until Christmas. I, 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 I my birthday is day after Christmas. I love the magic of Christmas. Yep. I'm waiting to, just like a kid. Nailed it. Nailed it. Well, thanks for doing all the uh, fine work you've done with us this year. We're going to talk to you before 2023, but have a very happy holiday and great stuff as always, Xavier. Love you guys. Have a great holiday. And you too, audience, um, um, be safe. Love on your families. Kiss them. Good will to earth. Peace towards men. Holla. You want to do a holler on the way out, or you want to do a love you? Love you too. He got he, – <laughs> He's already gone, though. He was gone. <laughs> he was gone. All right. I think we have a, a gift issue coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. I got a lot of issues. With, I got a lot of issues with gifts. A lot of issues. I have certain rules. I need. I, I think I need to lighten up, but I have a lot of rules. I feel, like, rules. I, I feel like I would break your rules. Not I think you me, would. Though. I think you would too. But you know, you're younger. Traditions are made to be broken. Rules are made to be broken around the holidays. Do what you want.